Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. Welcome to episode number 30 of the Talking Blues podcast. I am Josh and I am joined by my two co-hosts, Alex and Peter. This will be a quick episode. Uh, We just wanted to kind of split up the tiers because we knew that would be a little bit of a longer one. And then now the Chelsea versus Morricom game um, that'll be played on Sunday. So that's that's basically all right now. We don't really have much Chelsea news. Um, There is Reese James who is injured, you know, going towards this game. I don't think Ziyech will be in. He's the only really questionable player. Um, I'll give a preview to my lineup already. I don't have him starting at right back, but I think he'll come in as a substitution to get him some time on the pitch. We'll see what happens with Alex and Peter's lineup. But first of all, let's um, let's go through what we have here. This is going to be an FA Cup game. Third round, Sunday, the 10th of January at 8.30 a.m. in the Eastern Standard Time, and that'll be 1.30 p.m. For all you British viewers. Um, so we hope you're ready for this game. We'll be able to hopefully follow it. Uh, Alex will give you his game updates on Twitter at Talking Blues Pod. And let's get right into it. So lineup for me, it's going to be a 4-3-3 for Chelsea. I don't think Frank is changing that anytime soon, apparently. Uh, in goal, we're going to have Kepa Riz Balaga. And that is going to be my goalkeeper, no Edward Mendy for this game. And let's see what Kepa can do. Yep, I agree. 4-3-3. I don't think Frank is, like you said, I don't think he's ever going to change it. I think he's literally just said we're going to play the 4-3-3. doesn't matter if it's not the best tactical choice, but we'll play it anyway. And also, like you said, I believe we'll try to get Kepa some game time, see how he's playing, hopefully maybe being off for a while, getting just some training without any pressure. Maybe he'll be back to somewhat decent form, hopefully. But yeah, so Kepa and goal 4-3-3 as a formation. Yeah, totally agree with both of you. And, you know, I guess we'll move to the defense now. There was actually a little bit of news. It sounds like um, Fakayo Tomori will be staying with Chelsea and not going out on loan to Leeds or anywhere else that might be interested. That's just the reporting that we have at the moment. Obviously, something could change. Um, But, yeah, uh, you know, with Christensen, he's injured now. He had a knee injury. Um, So, you know, he's not going to be in for a while. So, 
Tamori, I do actually have. I'm going to start with the center back since I'm mentioning him. I'm going to start with Tamori and Rudiger um, in that center defense partnership. Thiago Silva gets a break. Kurt Zuma gets a break. Um, and I think they'll do a pretty solid job back there um, for me at least. And I guess I'll do fullbacks too because why not? Um, I'm, I'm going to go on the left-hand side. I think Ben Chilwell, he hasn't looked 100%, especially last game. He looked, you know, not great. I, I think Emerson gets a chance. Um, he's been playing, you know, solid when he comes in and gets his opportunity. And I think he'll, uh, he'll get another one. And for me on the right-hand side, you know, obviously I think it's just Aspi and there's no really other player you can put there. So I'm going to put him on the right-hand side. So for me, it's going to be Emerson at the left side and then Aspi at the right side as well. Center backs is going to be Tamori and Rudiger. Uh, and I think those are the two starters for Chelsea. Uh, I agree with Josh. I think at least I'm pretty, I don't think actually, no, not with Alex, because I'm pretty sure Alex had been show well. If he didn't look 100%, I think we definitely shouldn't start him, because in this game, there's no, why would we start him where we can risk an injury? I get we want him to get back to 100%, but it could go either way. But I think Emerson will be out there on the left. Tamori and Rudiger in the middle. Hopefully Tamori comes in, plays pretty well shows uh, why we should keep him and start him over Christensen and Rudiger. And then, like uh, Alex said, Aspie is pretty much the only option on the right. He'll start out there. I guess I'll go into my midfield. I I want to say Mount won't start, and I'm going to say Mount won't start, but I have a feeling Mount will start because uh, there could be many reasons why uh, Mount starts every game. I won't go into them, but there are probably some reasons. But I'll have Jorginho... As a holding midfielder, give Conte a rest. I think Billy Gilmore will be as kind of a box-to-box, and Kaya Havertz will hopefully play in his natural number 10 role, which will hopefully be able to give him more confidence and build towards getting back to 100%, because I I think he still might be somewhat affected by, uh, obviously, coming down with COVID. So for me in the midfield, I'm going to go with Kovacic in that holding role. Uh, Conte, you know, hasn't looked super great in the past couple games. Kovacic gets a chance there. And in the midfield, the other two players I have are Billy Gilmore and Kai Havertz. I think Kai Havertz gets his opportunity to maybe score another hat-trick against a not-very-good team, even worse team than he scored a hat-trick against last time. Um, so I think he gets his chance there, along with Billy Gilmore, who when he comes in as a sub or when he started in the Champions League, he looked very good as well. So I'm excited to see him play, um, and I'm expecting them to, to start in the attacking midfield roles. Yeah, Alex, who didn't address this, but I think you did have um I think you did have at your left back position Emerson, um actually. But uh anyway, going to the, the my midfield, it's gonna be the same thing basically. Kovacic, Havertz, and Gilmore. I think Tino Andrin maybe gets subbed on. Um, but we'll see what happens there. And then let's go to our attacking three. So it's gonna be for me, Mason Mount on the left side. Starting striker is going to be Timo Werner, and then on the right side, it's going to be CHO, Callum Hudson-Odoi starting there. For me, I definitely think CHO will start on the right, Werner will start up top. Those are pretty much definite. And then on the left, there's a lot of options. Obviously, like Josh said, Mount. I didn't have him in the midfield. He could start out wide. Obviously, we have Pulisic. And then we also have Tino Andrian. And hers, I mean, I don't think he'll start. I don't think he will. I think we'll go with probably I we'll go probably go with Mount like Josh said Mount or Andrian and I think I hope at least we can get Tino Andrian more game time obviously he looked really good against Krasnodar in the Champions League 
maybe he comes in here, shows why maybe he should be up there on the team sheet with Christian Pulisic. And maybe if Christian Pulisic gets injured, we know that we have someone that we can uh, count on in some games to come in and play well. But basically, so Tino Andrew on the left, Timo Werner up top, CHO on the right. That's my front three. I completely agree with you, Peter. I actually have the same three up top. I, I think Andrew on the left-hand side might be an interesting proposition, especially considering uh, our wingers are sometimes injured, like Christian Pulisic, and maybe um, we, we have some of that, you know, more depth there at that position. So I think we try him out. Timo Werner, he needs confidence up front. Um, so I think that's going to be important that he gets some game time. And on the right-hand, t- uh, right-hand side, CHO, he's been playing well when he comes off the bench. And he deserves a start. Um, but yeah, I- I'm excited to see who Frank goes with. You know, obviously he's under some pressure. Um, not that I think an FA Cup game is going to, you know, ride or die his managerial career here at Chelsea. But if he loses to uh, Morikam, uh it's not going to be a good look for him. So I think as much as he wants to try out some youngsters, I also think he wants to make sure he gets that win. Yeah, I I mean, I agree with you there, but I don't think he needs, I think it's fine, you know, if even with this team with youngsters in it, right, I, no offense to Morcombe, but I'm not, I'm not sure I know any player in their lineup. And I think even Tino Andrian would probably be, I wouldn't say their best player because I'm not sure, but in their top three best players, definitely. Billy Gilmore would also be. Tamori would also be. I mean, pretty much everyone on the team would be their best player. So even though it's not our best lineup, it'll be fine. And if Frank can't win with this lineup against a League Two team, I am never. I he. I want him to get fired immediately. Literally, as like an hour after the game, has the team talk with the players as when while he's in the car driving home. I want him to be fired if we lose that game. But. I mean, it should be an easy win. So hopefully it's fine. Hopefully this team, which is still really, really talented, can get a win for him. Uh, hopefully Havertz, Timo Werner, get some, get some back up the speed, score a goal. Obviously Havertz did have an assist that was pretty nice uh, against Man City. Hopefully he can continue that. Werner hopefully breaks the goal drought. Willie Gilmore comes in, plays pretty well, still working his way back. I mean... Tamori, like I said earlier, comes in, shows why he should be the number three team on the t- uh, number three center back on the team sheet. But I mean, overall, if we lose this game, I am f- Lampard out. And if we lose this game, I will never record an episode of this podcast again. It's on the table. Okay, uh, moving on to the score prediction now. Um, first of all, Chelsea's ninth in the table with twenty six points. Uh, they are tied with Aston Villa. And let's see, West Ham as well, but they are second in the goal differential. And then in the EFL League 2, this is going to be interesting. Uh, Morcom is in with 34 points. They are in seventh in the table. And in front of them with 34 points is Crawley Town and Cambridge United, uh, both with 34 points there. So, yep, this is a must-win game. Let's turn this around. Let's get some players who haven't had much experience uh, playing in, in games for Chelsea. Um, the Premier League squad at least, and then you know the players that are in the slump. Hopefully they can get out of it. I'm going to go a win for Chelsea, but of course, let's give Kepa a goal that he gives up because it's Kepa. 3-1 win for Chelsea. 
I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sad that I have to agree with you that we're going to give up a goal, but I don't think it's going to be our defense's fault. I 100% think that it's going to be Kepa doing something completely clean, completely just Kepa-like. So I also think it'll be 3-1, maybe 4-1. You know, I'll say 4-1 to change it up. 4-1 win. Hopefully it's 4-0 or 3-0 or just a clean sheet, but I can't trust Kepa to keep a clean sheet ever. You guys don't seem optimistic enough. I- I'm going to go for a big, big scoreline. Do I think we'll give up a goal? Yes. I'm going to go for a 6-1 win for Chelsea. And listen to me right now. Timo Werner hat trick. I'm calling it. 6-1 Chelsea. I really hope that happens, but maybe it won't. <laughs> you say it all the time. So I just ignore it at this point. Um, let's go on to the Twitter once again. I mentioned it earlier, but go follow us on Twitter at Talking Blues Pod for some game updates. Every time we release a new episode, Alex will let you know on there. Um, as well as go follow the Giant Take on Twitter at the Giant Take Pod. It's a New York Giants American football podcast that Alex and I do. Peter's been on there a few times as well. So go check it out on Instagram and Facebook at the Giant Take as well for that. Wherever you're listening to the Talking Blues, please subscribe, drop a five star rating and review. Wherever you're listening, we really appreciate it. Um, helps get on the Apple charts for soccer uh, podcasts, so it would really help out. And, um, oh, give us a five-star rating interview wherever you're listening, especially on Apple Podcasts. really helps us out. And I don't know if I did this already, but um, thank you to all the listeners who have listened so far. We started this in August, um, right before the beginning of the season, I believe. And it's been going really well and really strong, and we're getting a good amount of listens from all over the world. So we really appreciate, you know, everyone that is listening to this podcast. Keep listening because we're going to have Chelsea content throughout the rest of the season, throughout the short, um, you know, off season that there is, um, the few months over the summer. So just keep on listening and we'll keep on producing the episodes uh, at least once a week and then twice a week, you know, when there's multiple games during the week. So just keep listening again. Repeating the same thing once again, um, and then we'll have an episode out sometime next week previewing the game against Fulham. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Josh, and I've been joined by my two co-hosts, Alex and Peter. We will see you next time for another Talking Blues episode. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.